FM News with Tracy Valaidam. Well, a very good afternoon and welcome to news this hour. A section of disgruntled delegates has disrupted the NC Itekwini Regional Elective Conference. Provincial Chairperson Senzo Mkunu was delivering his opening address when Zandile Gumede's camp stood up and began singing. They are claiming that they are not all their delegates are present at the conference and are asking for the removal of the provincial task team. Provincial Deputy Chairperson Willis Mkunu and Provincial Secretary Sishle Zikalala tried in vain to call for order. Sekalala eventually asked the media to leave to allow them to discuss the issues the disgruntled delegates were raising. This is how Mkunu was interrupted. We have heard all kinds of things that happened on the ground. Amanza, 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 Stellan Salepans, Makuritz, Ya Siezwa, Siezwa, Stella Salepans. Moving on this afternoon, a specialized South African search and rescue team is set to deploy to a remote village near yet to receive aid from outside the world after last week's earthquake. The team is made up of urban search and rescue technicians and paramedics. Meanwhile, Nepal's government has now ruled out finding any more survivors from the quake. The official death toll now exceeds 6,600. Thousands more are still missing. The BBC's Sanjo Majumda reports. Rescue teams are still recovering bodies and bringing down injured people from remote villages up in the mountains in Nepal. But no aid has reached some communities which remain cut off. Aid workers say there's little direction from the government. Significant amounts of relief supplies sent from across the world continue to be stuck in the capital, including medicine that's urgently needed in villages close to the epicentre. More helicopters requested by Nepal from foreign governments have started coming in and are being used to reach distant communities. But many villagers say they feel completely abandoned by their government. Etekweni municipal officials managing the Isipingo temporary shelter in Durban say foreign nationals clashed with them when they tried to close it down last night. Officials wanted to, re- to move the remaining 283 foreign nationals, many of whom are Congolese and Burundians, to the Chatsworth camp, but they refused. The shelters were opened for foreigners who were displaced by xenophobic attacks last month. Mayor James Nomalo says they've decided to keep the Isipingo camp open for now. The officials were actually recommending that the numbers in Isipingo or shelter has gone down to 283 and they were actually suggesting that we need to move those people from Isipingo to Chasworth so that we can close that uh, site in Isipingo. And now the, with the report was that, that we have received is that uh, the people that are actually residing in the shelter in Isipingo were actually refusing to go to Chasworth. That's where the problem is. But now we're saying we will actually convene a meeting next week so that we can sit down and see how best we can actually resolve this matter and meet him. As the continent celebrates Africa Month, the Arts and Culture Department and various African countries have united in sending out an anti-xenophobia message. A colourful parade representing different African countries is currently passing through the streets of Pretoria's CBD. 
The parade will join an event at the union buildings where the various countries are showing off their cultures. Artists representing Africa's diverse languages and cultures are entertaining the public. State Security Minister David Matlobo is expected to deliver the keynote address this afternoon. Some of those attending the event had this to say. Yeah, we're just here for the celebration, African celebration. You know, we're saying stop xenophobia. So I think this time it will stop. We are Africa. Yes, yeah, Africa. We're free to be whatever we want in Africa. I'm from Benin Republic. Britain's Kensington Palace has confirmed that the Duchess of Cambridge has given birth to a girl. The baby is fourth in line to the throne and her name will be announced in due course. The Duke of Cambridge was present for the birth of the baby, who weighs 3.7 kilograms. Both Catherine and the baby are well. The BBC's Nicholas Witchell reports. Born at 8.34, a daughter. And that, of course, is what uh, the Prince of Wales said he was hoping for. I would suspect that they too, and perhaps the entire royal family, will have been hoping for a daughter, and that is what they have. You can possibly hear the cheers in the distance. Uh, from the well-wishers who have been waiting, who are now just hearing the news which has been issued in a statement from Kensington Palace. The Queen, the Duke of Edinburgh, the Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall, Prince Harry and members of both families have been informed and are delighted with the news according to the statement. The Duchess of Cambridge and her child are both doing well. Your top story this hour, a section of disgruntled delegates has disrupted the ANC Etiquini Regional Elective Conference. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velitham.